You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Williamson and Ryan McDowell. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Welcome to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell. You can follow me on Twitter at RyanMC23. Joining me, as always, is Matt Williamson. Find Matt on Twitter at WilliamsonNFL. Matt, how's it going today? It's going very well. You know, getting ready for a vacation. I've been uh, to pull back the curtain. Uh, same with Peacock and Williamson and my Steelers stuff. Just jamming a bunch of st- uh, stuff to put in the bank so they can use while I'm gone. And um, good stuff. You know, it's, sum- it's summertime officially in the Williamson household is all I can say. Very nice. Very nice. You like to pull back that curtain. Yeah. How about you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Things are good here. Vacation coming soon for us as well. Uh, But for right now, another day of talking some Dynasty, talking buys, sells, and holds. We are uh, moving forward this week and moving to the NFC finally. We covered all 16 AFC teams over the past four weeks. Wow, that flew by. But yeah, that was was the past month worth of shows. The next month worth of shows will be the NFC. And we'll kick things off with the NFC East. We, Matt, today are talking... Philadelphia Eagles we always talk about the Steelers you're up there in PA we never talk about the Eagles not quite as close but still still an in-state squad for you uh, and the Eagles have made a couple of big moves this offseason uh, we talked last week about the Raiders and of course the big move they made uh, to get Devonte Adams it's it's kind of a similar story here with the Eagles they do the draft night trade to get AJ Brown on their squad it was pretty clear the Eagles needed some help at wide receiver, even after hitting on Devontae Smith last year. But outside of Smith, they've they've kind of proven they they can't find a wide receiver through the draft. They they used multiple uh, day one and day two picks on on wideouts over the past five years or so, and really only have Devontae Smith to show for it. So instead, they make the trade for AJ Brown. They give him a monster contract, and now they're ready. Uh, ready to roll in 2022 and uh, looks like a team that's just going to have a a really impressive offense. Jalen Hurts, Gardner Minshew, both back at quarterback. Uh, The backfield is is pretty much the same as we saw last year. Miles Sanders, Kenny Gainwell, Boston Scott. Uh, They did add, uh, I think, maybe the most, uh, most relevant undrafted free agent, Kennedy Brooks, uh, to that backfield as well. So, crowded but i'm i'm interested in him uh late in rookie drafts or or even grabbing him off the waiver wire after those rookie drafts are over and the wide receiver core as i mentioned aj brown Devonte smith pretty pretty bad after that quez watkins jalen rager they did sign zach pascal former uh, indianapolis colt and then dallas goddard holding down the tight end spot Matt, what is your overview, big picture thoughts about the Philadelphia Eagles offense for Dynasty and for the short term in 2022? Yeah, I think this is a extremely interesting team. Maybe mo- the most difficult team yet that we've talked about to put yeah. in those three categories of buy, sell, hold. And we'll get into my logic for what I did, but I'm not you know, super firm on my, my stance on this. But 
I like this front office. I love how they build through the lines of scrimmage. I know Jordan Davis doesn't influence fantasy much, but just shows the type of team building that they employ here. They're aggressive. You know, you mentioned the A.J. Brown move. And I probably will pick them to win the NFC East. However, and Mm -hmm. this will kind of be a theme here, you know, they are set up if... You know, Jalen Hurts doesn't succeed. They they have resources to go get his replacement in the, the future offseason, if need be. And I am really stuck, and I think it might be blinding me, or clouding my judgment a little bit, with how Hurts and they played against the Bucks in their playoff game. Because, boy, they're really difficult to play against, almost in a Ravens-like manner with style of play. But then Todd Bowles, who's great at stopping the run, you know, and the Bucks play the Eagles, and they just beg Hurts to throw against them, and he couldn't yeah, beat him. Yeah. You know, uh, that, that's hard for me to get around. Yeah, I, I get that. I mean, I get the questions about about Jalen Hurts, really just his overall ability to play the quarterback position. But this is a guy who we've seen uh, – produce at a high level basically for a year and a half now through uh through his first two seasons in the league and there's still so many people out there who who just not only seem to be doubting him but seem to be assuming that he is going to fail or they are going to replace him at some point and um i don't know i guess i'm just still surprised to see that uh, huh. given the the leash that we seem to give other uh, young quarterbacks, especially those who uh, are more apt to run than uh, have success throwing the ball. I hear you. I just think that they have the resources, you know, kind of like Miami with Tua, you know, that they don't have to stay stuck on this guy. And I think that there's a chance. I mean, again, kind of like I said to start the show, that he's going to be a wonderful regular season and fantasy quarterback but not capable of beating Matthew Stafford, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers in the NFC. Dak Prescott, you know? Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's fair, and, and you're definitely not alone with those concerns, as I mm-hmm. said. But, uh, you know, it's just like, how much does this guy have to do? And and now... No, I hear you. I mean, this has been a common, a common thought, I guess, or, or uh, idea shared that... There are no more no more excuses here, right? We've we've got AJ Brown and Devontae Smith, two uh, two high level wide receivers, um, a, a solid backfield, and and as you mentioned earlier, improved uh, both on defense, all around on defense, and and on the offensive line as well. So no more excuses. Excuses. If if he does no, struggle, right. then uh, you, you're right. He probably will be replaced, but. Um, uh, I've certainly been impressed with what we've seen so far th- for Jalen Hurts. Uh, we are talking buys, sells, and holds today. Matt, I agree with you. It was it was tough to identify exactly uh, which players fit into which category, but we'll start with the player that we want to buy, and we'll do it right after this. Hello, everyone. Let me tell you a little about our friends here at Blue Nile, BlueNile.com. And whether you're getting ready to pop the question, some of you younger folks out there, or you're celebrating a milestone moment, 
along those lines, I my 25th anniversary is on the horizon, and my wife's 50th birthday is right around the corner. So I'm going to be checking out BlueNile.com in a big way here coming up, without a doubt, a shred of doubt in my mind. But, you know, when you go to BlueNile.com, you're going to find jewelry as unique as her with the modern convenience of online shopping at BlueNile.com. So you can build an engagement ring of her dreams or, in my situation, you know, celebrate life's special moments with fine jewelry. If you're looking for fine jewelry but having trouble choosing, I'm not great at picking it out. Don't get me wrong. I need all the help I can get. Blue Now has jewelry experts on hand 24-7. They're available via phone or chat. I've done that before. They've been extremely helpful to find a a memorable gift at every budget. That's important here as well. So here's what you got to do. So make the moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com. And all of our Locked On listeners get 50% off purchases, $500 or more. Um, That includes engagement stuff, which is uncommon, folks, to be honest with you. Use our code LOCKEDON, all caps, all one word, LOCKEDON. That's code LOCKEDON. Plus, every order is insured ships free and arrives in discreet patch packaging that won't give away what's inside i mean i don't know about you guys but you don't want your your wife grabbing just uh something that comes to the door opening it and you don't get a chance to give it to her and present it the right way so you also can shop stress-free and find your forever peace go to bluenow.com today thank you so much it's a wonderful product The Ultimate NBA Mock Draft starts June 16th. With over 50 insiders, nothing equals the Ultimate NBA Mock Draft. The Locked On NBA Big Board Draft experts plus the Odyssey insiders. First pick is June 16th. Search Ultimate NBA Mock Draft and follow now so you don't miss a pick. Matt, we are back. We're talking about the Philadelphia Eagles today. Uh, as I said earlier, their big move of the offseason off was acquiring that anchor wide receiver, stud wide receiver, A.J. Brown, to go along with Javante Smith, Jalen Hurts. Feels like this team is ready to roll. Uh, they've, and, and they've got some big names on offense when it comes to, uh, to dynasty leagues. Who's, who's the one player you're willing to pay the price for and to get onto your dynasty teams? I wouldn't object to going after anybody on this team, to be honest with you. I mean, okay. I, I totally get it. I, I like Even Hurts? Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's my cell. And, uh, and I think people could probably figure that out. And my only res- – I mean, he may be quarterback one this year. So why on earth would I sell him? Well, just like I said before, I think there's an outside chance or a reasonable chance that he has one more year in an Eagle uniform or one more year as a starter – or one more year as the unquestioned starter, and you could get a ton for him. So, you know, if you have Brady and Hurts, and you want to dump Hurts and deal with Brady's successor a year from now, I get it. You know what I mean? Like, uh, so that's why he was my sell. My buys, (laughs) one of them is Gardner Minshew. Not because I think he's Hurts' replacement. I just think Minshew's a really good player and is going to be the next Ryan Fitzpatrick and is going to last in this league for 12 years. And in Superflex, I just won him as he bounces around the league for the next decade. I like that call. Uh, and, and you did specify Superflex there, of course. That's, that's Right, right, right. That's really where it matters. 
I mean, he's certainly cheap. There was some speculation uh, early in the offseason or even late in the regular season that uh, the Eagles could could use Minshew as a as a trade chip and uh, with so many teams needing some help at the quarterback position uh, perhaps he could be moved Uh, that certainly hasn't been the case yet and doesn't look like it will be so uh, we're likely looking at another season with Minshew as the backup and but that's baked into his price I mean uh, he's he's even going to be on the waiver wire in some leagues including some super flex leagues uh, and you can definitely get him uh, at, at a very nice price. And, and I like, I kind of like where your head's at with that one. Um, what about AJ Brown? You paying the price for him? Not it's still, quite. A, yeah, you know, still I, a first I, second rounder in, in dynasty yeah. startups. I mean, I feel like I'm showing my whole hand on the podcast and telling you my buy sell holds right off the bat, but Devonte Smith, AJ Brown and Goddard to me are players. I adore and love and own in a lot of leagues. And they're just holds for me, you know, with the thought that some more pass-friendly quarterback might take over next year. If not, I'm happy with them as is. I don't want to trade them, um, but I could see greener pastures a year from now in terms of their quarterback slash pass frequency. And I just think that they're really good players. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about a couple more of the or a couple of those guys a little bit mm-hmm. more. I'm I'm not going to give away all all of my uh, yeah secrets here yet, like like you did. You just spilled <laughs> the beans here all over. The um, place, right. All right. So my buy is is actually Kenneth Gainwell. Uh, okay. I I think I think Miles Sanders is underrated, undervalued. I think we're giving up on him way too soon. More on him later, but I think the Eagles have made it pretty clear. They don't want this to be a one man backfield. Uh, they want to use Gainwell, maybe even want to use Boston Scott and, and, and some of these other uh, guys in the, on the depth chart. But Gainwell is, is my favorite of that bunch behind Miles Sanders. And yeah. uh, I mean, really kind of the same as the same as we've said with Minshew. He's, he's certainly uh, pretty easy to acquire. I mean, compared to some of the bigger names on the roster, uh, I, I definitely think a future second would would get Gainwell in most leagues, and I, I think that's I think it's worth it at this point to get uh, a piece of that backfield that we do expect to be productive. Um, I mean, Gainwell will never he'll never be you know an every down back certainly and, no, and obviously, but uh, but I think he's going to have a role moving forward and uh, is is a cheap way to get some access to this Eagles offense. It's funny because, I mean, totally to pull back the curtain, my buy column is Minshew, Gainwell, and Sanders, because I do think Sanders is undervalued and could have a very good year in a contract year. And to add to your Gainwell conversation, I think he's never going to be an every-down guy, but I think he's closer to an every down guy than he is a Naheem Hines. Like, I don't think he's just, Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think he's, you know, can carry a little bit more of a workload for a game or two, or, you know, I I think he's more than just Naheem Hines or, you know, white from the Patriots or one of those guys. Yeah. I guess I'm still kind of sticking him in that, in that category. Uh, But even, even with that view of him, I, I still like him as a trade target. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. So you've already told us that you are ready to move on from Jalen Hurts, maybe the only Eagles player that you do want to sell. I'm going to tell you about the player I would be selling from this roster right after this break. 
Hey everyone, you guys all know I'm huge into football, of course, and Bet Online's the only place I go to place my bets in the NFL world, which I feel like I have a pretty good handle on and do pretty well, obviously, and Bet Online's very helpful that way. But I've been really getting into NBA, NHL, things like that to make these games a little more interesting when you don't have a rooting interest, and Bet Online's perfect for it. And Bet Online's your number one source for all your betting stats and sports information. There's a ton of stuff there to un- unpeel. Uh, Find all the latest sports development, news, odds, including this year's basketball championship matchup, the NHL Hockey Conference Finals, Major League Baseball, and of course all the latest fighting news from MMA and UFC to boxing as well. Uh, Bet Online is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, I love live betting, esports, and more. Head to the website today and use your mobile device to learn more about the, the trends in action. Bet online where the game starts. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. Now make Locked On NFL your second listen. The schedule may be dark, but the NFL never stops, and neither does Locked On NFL. Get insights and opinions from hosts including Ross Jackson, Chris Carter, and Tony Wiggins, plus local Locked On NFL hosts repping all 32 squads. There's no off-season for real fans, so make sure you're subscribed to Locked On NFL on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Matt, we are back. We're talking Philadelphia Eagles buys, sells, and holds when it comes to dynasty fantasy football trades. You want to sell Jalen Hurts. I get it. I understand yeah. I want to sell his top wide receiver from last year. That's Devontae Smith. Uh, still a fifth rounder in Dynasty ADP from Dynasty League Football. Uh, this is obviously impacted uh, by the acquisition of A.J. Brown. Uh, and Brown's never been the target hog type wide receiver. You know, he's a little more uh, a little more like his, his former college teammate, D.K. Metcalf, in that he's not going to see a ton of targets. So that... That's at least good news for Devontae Smith. But, I mean, Smith was, as a rookie, so inconsistent. And, and maybe that's a product of being a rookie. Maybe it's a product of this this up-and-down offense. It seems like about halfway through last season, they decided they wanted to uh, base their offense on the running game. Uh, and that honestly kind of turned their season around. It was, it was a very successful move. Sure. Uh, but that wasn't good news for for Smith or or any of these pass catchers, and I mean I simply look at him as uh, he's second fiddle at best, maybe third option along uh, behind Dallas Goddard, and this is not uh, you know this is not going to be a very pass heavy offense in general, uh, right. balanced you know balanced offense at best. So. Uh, looking at what you can get for Devontae Smith right now, uh, looking at the trade finder from DLF, there's trades of uh, Smith for Jerry Judy, Smith for Amon Ross St. Brown, Smith for the 1.04 rookie pick. So maybe you um, maybe you kind of recycle Smith and, and get Burks or, uh, or London, whoever maybe your favorite wide receiver in that range is. What are your thoughts on that trade value for Smith and, and really his outlook in general? Yeah, I like this call a lot by you. He is a good player. Um, coming out of Bama, I was a little prejudiced against his size. I mean, he's just so yeah. little. And sure. I get that he's a great route runner. He's built for volume. 
he's not going to get volume. You know, people that loved him called him Marvin Harrison, Isaac Bruce. And I thought, he's a really good NFL number two. I like Waddle a lot better. You know, I mean, that, that was just my thoughts on coming out. So I don't own him very many spots. And I really haven't changed on that. So I think he is a very good sell. Um, those trades you mentioned, it's funny because in one of my rookie drafts, I traded one for for Amon Ross St. Brown, and I picked up like a future second or something something on top of it, a little sugar on top of it. So those are similar value to me, and I think I would rather have all those things except for maybe one four over Smith. I definitely would rather have Judy or St. Brown. Yeah, I, I actually uh, did, uh, did one of these exact trades earlier in the offseason. These are all recent from actual Dynasty Leagues. Uh, but I did the Devontae Smith, Jerry Judy trade uh, one for one. I gave Judy and got Devontae Smith. Uh, again, that was prior okay. to the A.J. Brown deal. Um, I probably do wouldn't do that again. A little? Yeah, yeah. I, I do regret it. That was that was prior to Russell Wilson being acquired as well. So, yeah, I, I regret it a little bit. But I agree. Those, those Smith, same Judy, St. Brown, same tier for me. Uh, Smith is probably just the third of, of those three receivers. Um, you talked about Jalen Hurts. Any other players that you are uh, eager to sell? It sounds like sounds like the answer is no. You like this Eagles roster? I do. I think this is an ascending franchise. Uh, future first round picks. I love that they're great at the line of scrimmage. You know, like I, I want to be a part of this team. You know, for fantasy or betting or you know picking winners in you know, division things like that. Um, so no, I'm, I'm not eager to move off Eagles. It does feel like uh, they're going to be a fun team to to watch and uh, cheer for if you're an Eagles fan or uh, uh, have any of these guys on your dynasty rosters this season. Uh, we've talked I, a lot about one last sorry, thing Matt, go ahead. about Hurts is I'm not predicting it. I'm not hoping it happens. I'm not anti-Hurts, but I am so f- fond of Minshew. It wouldn't blow me away that Hurts takes a big hit on a run. Minshew comes in and they throw the ball more. And I want to say they're a better team. But the second half of the season might be Minshew mania. Well, I will say, although uh, I was kind of doubting uh, or, or questioning your doubt about Hertz and, and the doubt that so many have, um, it does seem like over the past couple of years, this Eagles franchise has made some, uh, they've made decisions that were a bit surprising, right? They were so invested in Carson Wentz. But and not only did they draft Jalen Hurts on day two a couple of years ago, but they 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 shipped Wentz off and moved on from him as quickly as as they could uh, following that. And you know that certainly looks like the right move uh, at, at this time. But I even think about the coaching moves that they've made. Uh, you know, Doug Peterson certainly seemed like he was he was safe. He had won a Super Bowl uh, for the Eagles just just a few years ago and uh, following that, that 2020 season, they move on from him. And, and both of those kind of felt, um, it felt a little rash, right? Like, like a little surprising to see, to see things play out that way. So that would be the one thing that makes me a little worried about Jalen hurts is just that they, they're going to make the decisions that they think they, they need to uh, to win and be successful, and and they're they're not worried about contracts or who won a Super Bowl or who's had success in the past. 
they're uh, they're going to do what they what they think needs to be done, and if that means moving on from Hertz a year from now and, and drafting, uh, you know, one of these top incoming rookies of 2023, that's going to happen. Or trading for Kyler Murray, or you know, if, an, if the next Russell Wilson Ooh. move, or you know what I mean, whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. They're they're an aggressive organization, and the rest of the roster looks in place. They are not. That, that's my point with Hertz. They're not going to let that be the reason that they. They, they're not successful, especially with two first-round picks next year. I did have a, a little bit more on Hertz. I had him in the in the hold category, uh, mm-hmm. and and one reason why was uh, because of everything we've talked about. That there is that doubt out there. It, it obviously uh, impacts his dynasty value. Looking at at the trade finder again, these are all super flex trades, and you think about Hertz as being valued. Um, you know, maybe somewhere in the range of those rookie quarterbacks that we're now questioning uh, last year's rookies, Lawrence Fields and Lance. I feel like he's kind of in that, in that tier with those guys. Uh, and they all have somewhat of an unknown future. Uh, I think those I guys think, have better job security though. Maybe not uh, Wilson, but Lance Fields and certainly Lawrence. Right. Right. Yeah. Anyway, here are some trades going down in Superflex leagues involving Jalen Hurts. He was traded for a 2023 first and 2023 second rounder. Um, as we always say, we don't know exactly where those picks are. And since they're, since they're 2023 picks, no one does. But mm-hmm. if you're in that league, you, you've got an idea. Uh, if you're trading a possible early first or a possible late first, uh, assuming, you know, assuming that's just a random first, middle of the round, I'm taking Hurts at that value. Uh, another one hurts for the 1.04 Trey Sermon and Brandon Ayuk. I I definitely want hurts there. And another yeah. one, 109, 209 that this season and a 2023 first rounder. So you're getting two first and a second for hurts. That one. I might take seems, the picks on that one. Seems reasonable. Yeah, I, I could. Yeah. I could see going with the picks there, but. Um, if, if you're trying, uh, my point in mentioning the, the other guys was if you're trying to buy Lawrence or Lance with those types of deals, I think you're getting shot down very quickly. Uh, mm-hmm. so I see what you're saying. that's, that's what makes hurts to me, uh, a hold, if not a buy, uh, is, I mean, even if let, let's say you're totally right. He has a, a huge fantasy season, uh, but struggles to pass the ball and the Eagles miss the playoffs and they, they replace him one and done again in the playoffs and it's not pretty, you know? Right. I mean, one, you, you got another big fantasy year out of him and two, he's probably shown enough to be traded to another team and, and still be a starter in the league, even if it's not for the Eagles. Right. Or compete with a first round pick and might beat him out in camp in Philadelphia. And uh, to your point about those guys, and there's a ton of value just in this statement, which is kind of what you're saying. Hertz is going to score more fantasy points this year than Fields, Lance, or Lawrence. I think. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe maybe I'm maybe I'm moving Hertz to my buy category. Um, <laughs> I mean, this is not. Yeah, but those, those, that's not that bad. Yeah. There there is all that talk about him possibly being replaced, and even if he is, I don't think it's a Minshew. Yeah. I don't think it's a Minshew situation where they're just drafting over him and now he's the backup. I think he would be, he would be traded. Uh, you know, he would almost certainly demand a trade um, if he were over drafted over or traded 
traded and replaced. He, he's going to play somewhere, even if it's not for this Eagles team. I don't, I don't think there's too much of a concern in him just going away anytime soon. Yeah, I guess you're right. You know, I mean, I, I would think worst case scenario is he really flounders and gets benched for Minshew. I think that's a long shot, though. I mean, I think he, yeah. I think Hertz will be the starter this year. You know, ninety five percent the whole way, assuming nothing disastrous happens. Um, my big worry would almost be like they win the division. He's the quarterback five or three. They win 12 games and then get blown out in round one again. And like you said, the front office is like enough gone. Can't do it. You know, I'm using two first round picks on Kyler Murray and whatever else, or, you know, going to get the quarterback and I don't care what it costs. And he ends up in Houston or Lamar Jackson's backup or something, you know? Hmm. I mean that's worst case. I mean that's I'm painting a pretty grim picture there. Yeah, that, but he still got certain... like you still got a great year out of him though. Right, right. You know. Uh, last thing I noticed here as I was checking out our new ADP from DLF: Dallas Goddard, Miles Sanders, and Jalen Hurts. This is one quarterback ADP, of course. All three of those players coming off the board in the eighth round. So if you've got an eighth round pick mm-hmm. and you're choosing one of those three: Goddard, Sanders, Hurts, who's it going to be? Goddard. Uh, easily for me, to be honest with you. I think he's built to be an NFL starting tight end for a long stretch. I mean, of course, anyone can get injured. But I would take Goddard behind Hawkinson, ahead of Friar Muth. I mean, I'm a big Goddard believer. I'm with you. I would choose Goddard there as well. Okay. That is it for today's show. Please make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Remember to follow the show at Locked On Dynasty. Follow Matt at Williamson NFL. And I'm Ryan MC23. We'll be back next time with more Locked On Dynasty.